Hello, and welcome back to Falling in Love with Yourself. My name is Jenny, and this is episode 72. We're going to talk about finding our true belief in times of confusion. Um, before we get to that, though, you guys, I am so grateful that you are here. If you are a first-time listener, I'd like to get to know you better. So my name is Jenny, and I started this podcast at the beginning of last year. And it has been such an amazing journey, podcasting with you, connecting with my audience. It has turned into a thriving, beautiful opportunity to coach clients one-on-one. We have a Monday morning free Zoom. It's called the Falling in Love with Myself Tribe. If you would like to join our Monday morning Zooms, they are at 8 a.m. Pacific time every single Monday. It is an amazing group of women. Right now, it's just women um, who are working on the journey of loving themselves. We track our self-love wins. We talk about how we're taking care of ourselves. We're breaking down those self-love blockers that that we don't even know are there sometimes. It is an amazing, amazing way to connect with others, be inspired, and surround yourself with light, love, and positivity. So if you would like to join our Falling in Love with Myself Monday morning Zoom tribe, please um, log on and find me on the web. My my website is jenny-drake.com. There's information there. I also have a weekly newsletter that will go straight into your email. We also have a private Facebook group. You guys, self-love is not an isolated journey. We don't need to be on an individual island loving ourselves. Um, we can do this together and surrounding ourselves with other self-lovers is such an amazing way to hold ourselves accountable because, you know, self-love can feel selfish and it's not, it's quite essential. Um, so consider logging on to my website, jenny-drake.com or finding me on Instagram, jenny underscore drake underscore. Um, I wanted to read to you a text that I got from one of my coaching clients. I do one-on-one coaching and I've been with her for six months. And this is what she said. She said, I feel like I'm in a much better place now. I have learned to surrender what does not serve a purpose. My heart is open to love and gratitude. Most important, I'm loving myself first, putting my needs before others, communicating with clarity and compassion, feeling confident, shining my light onto others. I've learned so much more about men and dating and from my male relationships and friendships. I have grown a lot and feel more empowered, and so much more, all thanks to you and our six months of amazing coaching. If you are feeling called to meet with me one-on-one, I do free consultations. Um, So again, reach out to me on my website or on Instagram, and I would love to see if we are aligned. So this week, I, I know that you 
if you don't know, I have, I create tools that have served me in my life and I create them for you, whether it's things that I pass on to you in this podcast or actual tools that you can purchase. And one of them is a card deck set of self in, self-love intentions. There's 52 self-love intentions in my card card deck. And I also have a journal that goes right along with it so that I pull a card every Sunday to set my self-love intention for the week. And then in the journal, each day I live that intention. There's a little space that you can journal about how you live that intention. And last Sunday, I chose number 24, which is I will remind myself often that I am supported, protected, and safe. And last Sunday, I didn't know that this week there was going to be things that came about um, that was confusing and could be in, you know, where I could really lean into fear. And this intention was the ideal and divine intention for my week. And being able to reflect each night in that journal um, where I was able to just remind myself how I am supported, protected, and safe. And then it led to this podcast episode today where I am actually teaching you the process that I've used in my own life and what I teach my clients and now you to do when there is confusion around us and how to find our true belief system. Because when we tap into our truth, when we are connected to our own inner guidance, we are supported, protected, and safe. So if you're interested in the self-love intentions card deck or a year of self-love intention journal, again, they're available on Amazon or on my website, jenny-drake.com. Okay, we will be right back with episode 72, connecting with our true belief during times of confusion. Welcome to season two of Falling in Love with Yourself. My name is Jenny. I've been a teacher and a coach in some capacity for over two decades. But that's only part of what makes me successful as your guide to falling back in love with yourself. I'm a single woman who turns 50 this year. I stepped away from a 22-year marriage five years ago where my self-worth was lower than low. I didn't know who I was, what I believed in, what fulfilled me, or what my purpose was. I was depending on external people and things to complete myself. But through my four pillars of self-love, which are self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and self-worth, I am now filled with love and faith. Self-love is different than self-care. Self-love is not selfish. It is essential. We always hear how we need to love ourselves, and I am here to teach you how. I'm so grateful you are here, choosing you, and I cannot wait you to fall deeper in love with yourself. Welcome back. So you don't need me to tell you that we have been, as 
a society, as a humankind, as a world united in confusion over the last almost three years. And I think we're just really in it still. At first, when the pandemic hit, you know, definitely major confusion. And then we've gone through how we feel about COVID, how we feel about politics, um, how we feel about Black Lives Matter, how we feel about um, wearing a mask, how we feel about vaccinations, how we feel about the Ukrainian war, how we feel about now this week, we just have heard that Roe versus Wade has been overturned. So we have been hit over and over and over with external confusion. And I really just want to break down my process of what happens when the outside world, there will be confusing, um, I, I didn't even mention like school shootings, mass shootings. I mean, these things are now part of our society and culture and everything has controversy behind it. There are, we, we tend to think that there are two sides, right? But there, are, I believe that everything, no matter what we're, we're deciding upon, what our belief system is, I believe that everything is on a spectrum and we are somewhere on that belief spectrum and other people are on that belief spectrum as well. And it's very rare that we find people that are in the exact same spot on that spectrum as we are. And this isn't even just political things. This is religion, sexuality, uh, basically anything that we can have an opinion or a belief about. So I'm going to talk today about how I have been able to connect to my inner belief, my true belief, when there's confusion all around or, you know, when it's presented to me to ask myself, how do I feel about this? How do I truly feel about this? Um, I do want to say, I want to remind you that I am not a licensed therapist. I am not a licensed counselor. Um, everything that I tell you on this podcast and all of my coaching comes from my experience, from my own processes through lots of different avenues, um, my own therapy, my own personal development, my own spiritual practices, my own practice in recovery and a 12-step process, um, lots of different ways is what, it, how I have come to find my true belief system and passing it on to you. So I just wanted to make that clear take what you like and leave the rest. Um, and hopefully my hope is that this podcast really opens your mind to your own truth, your own belief system, and kind of helps you process through all of the confusion 
um, that we face on a daily, daily basis. I mean, it's no secret. Again, it's no secret that with social media and, you know, when the, the invention of the internet, all of a sudden our world's got so much noisier. Our heads got so much noisier. I mean, we've always been taught. um, There's always been factual and non-factual beliefs that were um, given to us, right? Like in our family of origin, if we grew up in a religion, even the commercials on TV, when you think about it, it wasn't that long ago that our media was just music, television, movies, commercials. Now with the internet and with social media and with things like YouTube and Google, we could literally turn at a second's notice to if we don't know what how we feel about something or we don't have the answer we what do we do we pick up our phones we google it we go on youtube we find the answers and that's all fine and great like there is huge huge blessings and positivity in having access to all of that information. However, it's very different when we want to fix something around our house and we go on YouTube to find the way. We don't need to pause and say, how do I feel about this? Or what is my belief system on this? However, we've gotten into the habit of, how do I feel about masks? We go and we find information. And That's awesome. Where the breakdown is, is when we don't check in with ourselves. When we gather, gather, gather information, and all of a sudden we adopt that as our own belief system. And sometimes we do this and it totally aligns with our truth. But sometimes if we are not checking in with ourselves or if we're not connected with our inner guidance, then we just adopt someone else's belief system. And there's people like this all around us, right? Like I remember saying to my sweet, sweet mom who I miss so much, we lost her Um, almost four years ago, but it was frustrating to me because she got very involved in politics, um, because the TV was always on and she always had it on one particular quote unquote news station. And when we would talk to her, um, like her, she would just be adopting the views of that news station. And I, I, I feel bad. I don't want to throw my mom under the bus. She is an amazing, I say is, because I still feel very, very connected to her. Um, this was just one of the quirky things that came later in her life. And But it was frustrating to me because it was like, mom, do you really like believe that? Or are is that you? Or is that your favorite like, you know, show commentator? Um, 
is that their belief system. And there's other people in my life that are like that as well. And really, though, it's none of my business what people believe and what their opinions are. When I'm too focused on everyone else's opinions, that's another clue to me that it's time to like look inward and and find out where my true belief system is. Um, and so I I can be very much like that as well. There's so I have a little pet peeve, and I don't know if you have this pet peeve as well. But um, one of my pet peeves is when actors, musicians, sports, uh, like, you know, famous sports athletes, professional athletes, um, even like people like influencers on social media, when they start like giving their opinions about, you know, controversial subjects and, and the thing is, is I watch sports, I listen to music, and I follow actors and actresses, famous people and influencers for their talent, for their skills. And it, it's a huge turnoff to me when they use their platform to speak their opinions. Because I don't believe just because you're famous that your opinion is more important than mine. Um, and they're not experts, right? It's not like they're experts in their their field of opinion. So I there's literally a pop star that I love her work so, so much. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm always doing reels with her music in the background. I think she is a brilliant, brilliant business person, incredibly talented songwriter. And basically, I've been known to say that anything she does, like, I'm a big fan of. However, she started talking out about politics. And it's it like I agree with a lot of her political views, but it was a turnoff to me because that's not what I love about her. Like I love her as a performer and a songwriter and and, you know, for those skills and talents, like I don't really care about where she is on that political spectrum. Um, and I think that that comes from a place of me not needing people that are non-experts in the field to broaden my mind or, you know, I mean, I guess it could be a source of connection with, with famous people, but, um, yeah, I, I just don't see the purpose in that. So that when you are secure with your true belief system, you don't need the internet or the, the noise out there to dictate it. That's a big difference between getting facts and, and learning and broadening your mind to following a whole bunch of people and adopting their beliefs and opinions. So let's just do a little self-awareness check-in. 
in the state of affairs, like, are you scrolling? Are you going to social media? Are you going to the internet to see how you feel about things? Um, and are you building your belief systems off of other people's opinions? That could be a hard truth to accept about yourself. And if you are building your beliefs off of other people's opinions and beliefs, I want you to know that you're not alone and that you're not bad and it doesn't mean anything about your character. Most of our society is doing that now. And it's very rare to come across people who are so in touch with themselves that they don't need that. But that's, I mean, hey, trust me. I, I have been there. I have, the only reason I have gone through this process um, in, in many ways. And so, I mean, I did it when I stepped away from an organized religion. I also did it when um, people that I love around me um, came out with their sexuality as being gay. There was all around me in my community and, and in my religion, I was being taught what to believe. And for some time, I adopted those opinions and beliefs to be my own. And so if you, if, if you, if this is like making you feel a little bit uncomfortable, like, uh, that's, that's kind of me. I want you to know that I've been there and we just don't know better until we know better, right? Where do we turn to our own belief system? And how do we know that we need to? How do we know if our if what we think we believe isn't our truth? Well, it's because we have inner conflict. And we can ignore that inner conflict. We can ignore because our ego, remember our ego comes from our mind. It wants to keep us in the same loop of behavior. It doesn't want us to change. It wants us to feel comfortable. So sometimes we adopt expired beliefs. I like to call them expired beliefs or we hold on to expired beliefs because they are comfortable. But when you go deeper into your soul and into your intuition and into your gut, there is that inner conflict of, you know, this just doesn't seem right. It's like forcing a square into a round hole. And sometimes you don't know it at the time. When I was living my ultra conservative religious lifestyle, I really thought I was doing the best, the best for me. And there was a lot about that. Um, organized religion that I did believe, um, but then there wasn't. And it's not an all or nothing thing. It's not like, and I treated it very all or nothing. And that was where my inner conflict was, is I adopted everything because I was so unaware with my own true beliefs that I adopted everything in that organized religious belief system because I didn't know my own truth. And so I'm living proof that I can, you can go from not being in touch 
with any of it to, to only being in touch with your truth and really not needing outside opinions and other people's belief system to really, um, to really build your own belief system. So I know that this could be very heady and very heavy. Um, I can get more specific about what I'm talking about, but I wanted you to check in to see if you are truly in, in connection with your own beliefs or if you are using the outside influence, the outside noise to help you build your beliefs. Um, and if you are, I wanted to validate you that you're not alone. I've been there and I'm going to share my process of really getting in touch with your own belief system. And so um, how to recognize our truth. Okay. So we can practice this. I want, I want to reiterate, like, it really is um, getting in touch with your own opinion. And pausing before you state your opinion in a conversation or out on the internet, do you know if that opinion is truly your belief? And so we can practice this with something as small as if you if you go to a movie with friends, I just went to a movie with friends yesterday, and you come out of that movie and your friends are all talking about their opinions about the movie. And do you go with the flock and say, yeah, 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 oh, I loved it too, when you really didn't love it? Or there were parts about it that you love, but there are parts that really bothered you. So we can practice getting in touch with our own true beliefs with like seemingly insignificant things like how do we feel about movies? How do we feel about certain restaurants? You know, start forming your own opinions about little things in your life and knowing how you feel with little things um, like movies, restaurants, types of food. And I think I did do a podcast episode quite some time ago about I know that um, loving yourself through decision making talks a lot about getting in touch with your truth. Um, of course, uh, that um, that one was episode number seven, way back at the beginning. Um, I think I also did one on truth. If not. This is it. <laughs> Truth and belief are hand in hand. I mean, in every podcast episode, I definitely talk about finding our truth because um, that's what self-love is, right? Is being connected to our truth. And here's the cool place of when you can be strong in your truth. Here's one of the big benefits of understanding your truth being connected to your own inner guidance is we can be accepting of other people even if they're not in the same place as us. So I love the fact that I can totally 
be in a in pretty much opposite. Okay, one of my best friends and I do not align whatsoever politically. Do we have conversations? 100%. Because we are not trying to change each other's mind. She knows where she stands in her belief system. She knows her inner truth. I know where my inner truth is. We are not anywhere on the spectrum near each other. And we accept each other. So that is one of the huge motivations to be in touch with your inner belief, your inner truth, is you can be accepting of others because you're not insecure. You're not wavering. You know where you stand and it's like, yeah, they know where they stand and I'm okay with that. That is such, do you know how much like chaos and drama that we exit out of our lives when we are confident and secure in our own beliefs. It is amazing. Okay. But I did promise you I was going to tell you the process that I teach my coaching clients when it goes, when we come to an area of finding our true beliefs. And this is what it is. So when something comes about like this week, I'll just use the overturn of Roe versus Wade. Um, it really is a time, an opportunity to go inward. It's so easy to get swept up in like the flood of other people's opinions because the second that that was announced all over the internet, all over our world, even in conversations outside of our own walls, inside of our walls, people started talking. And this is the time that we can sit back and say, what do I think I believe? It's really important to say, what do I think I believe? Because our ego, our mind goes to instinctual beliefs that may be expired or not. But if we don't pause and ask ourselves, what do I think I believe? We'll just, we'll just go forward without checking in. And so instinctually, what do I think I believe? I think I believe this. Write it down. Number two, where did I learn this belief? Okay, so using the example of sexuality and how I felt about um, homosexuality versus heterosexuality and now polysexuality. Where did I learn this belief system from? Well, I, I learned it from my family of origin. I learned it from my religion. I learned it through society. Basically, society, family of origin, religion. When I say society, I mean like the movies that we watched, the music that we listened to, all that, all of that is like how society teaches us to believe. So number two is where did I learn this belief system from? My family of origin, society, religion, other. Number three, does this belief still feel true for me? Does this belief still feel true for me in this present moment? 
If the answer is yes, then great. You've checked in with yourself. It is not an expired belief. You still are secure and confident in that form of belief. If the answer is no, that's totally okay. We are humans evolving through everyday experience. And if the answer is no, this belief doesn't feel true for me in this moment, we can accept that. We, have, we can accept that our belief has evolved. We can accept that we have grown or shifted. We can accept that, that we've learned new information that had our belief system evolve. And we can give ourselves permission to believe different. Now, it can be very scary. It can be very scary. But I promise you, if it is your true belief, it, if it is what your soul's belief is, it's not scary. It's actually empowering because when you are connected to your truth, that's where true confidence comes from. And then number four is, is there any action to live this new truth? that I need to take right now. And this is another real check-in. We don't need to act immediately. This is where your inner guidance, your higher power, your God, your source, whatever you connect to gives you that information. And it's usually in baby steps. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's, I'm ready to come out. I'm ready to speak this truth. Okay, so number one is, what do I think I believe about this? Number two is, where did I learn this belief? Number three, does this belief still feel true for me in this moment? And if the answer is no, is there any action that I need to take to live this truth? And that is the process. That is the process of checking in with yourself. And I, you know, I'm a big proponent, proponent of meditation. And I don't mean meditation where you're necessarily sitting cross-legged with your hands. You know, sometimes I do meditate. Usually I meditate like that. But you can find different forms of meditation. I learned how to meditate. I'll say it over and over. I learned how to meditate on runs while running. Um, taking walks in nature, sitting in nature, being present. So that's when you can have these check-ins with yourself and go through those four steps of what do I think I believe about this? Where did I learn this from? Does this belief still feel true for me in this moment? And if not, are there any baby step actions to take to live this truth? It's super powerful. And when I say daily, I talk a lot like on my social media, in my weekly newsletter about daily self-check-ins, daily self-connection. And these are the things that I think about to connect to myself. And it could be about, you know, things that I'm doing in my life. I'm going through a huge evolution right now, looking at some of my own behaviors and if they serve me, 
remember at the at the top of this episode, um, the client that that I read um, the text from, she said that she is more connected to herself and she of of things serving her. You can use the same exact four steps, four questions um, to answer that. How to check in with yourself, how to connect to yourself, how to find your inner belief system. And then, like I said, how do you speak your truth? Once you know your belief system, how do you speak your truth? Do you show up trying to convince others? Trust me, when I was really religious, I was trying to convince everybody to join my religion. That's a big indicator right there that I wasn't totally connected to my inner belief because when I am, then I don't feel the need to convince others. And that just leads, if we're trying to convince others of our truth, really, we're probably trying to convince ourselves. That's a harsh reality, but it's factual. If we're trying to convince others of our truth, we're really usually just trying to convince ourselves. And really, that just leads to intolerance. We can listen and accept others' truths, even if they are different, when we are connected to ourselves. We all are going through life with different lenses, different childhood experiences, different job experiences, different levels of awareness. Everybody has different levels of self-awareness and world awareness, and everybody's going through life with different lenses. When we are tapped into our own true belief system, guess what? We know what our lens is and we can accept that everyone else has different lenses and we don't have to worry that they have to look through the same lens as us because it's it's really impossible, right? And and then our goal is not to be the same. Like if our goal is to be the same and to surround ourselves with people that are the same as us, we're going to fail because there's nobody that is the same as us. There's There could be similar or like-minded, but really it's important to be around like-minded people in our inner circle, but not just like-minded people. So is our goal to be the same or is our goal to be united? United and the same are very different. And we could be united in love. Love is universal no matter what our belief system or opinions is. Like I love my friends and family members that are very different spectrums of, I, I mean, COVID, COVID was a, a very, very um, great opportunity to practice all of this. And I am surrounded by people that think very differently about COVID than I do. If you notice, like, I don't give my opinions ever, ever. Even when Roe versus Wade this week was turned around, if you go on my social media, Jenny underscore Drake underscore or Facebook, Jenny Drake, I don't say how I feel one side or another. It's not because I don't have the opinions. It's because it doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter to you where I am on that spectrum. All I care about is that you're checking in with yourself and you know how to find your own truth. So you'll never hear me give those opinions about COVID, about masks, about Roe versus Wade, about sexuality. I just tell you how to connect to yours. I hope that this was beneficial to you. I truly hope that you got something out of it, at least a four-step um, process of how to find, how to check in and find what your inner belief is. And if you are struggling with this process, if you are struggling connecting to your truth, if you are struggling connecting to your inner guidance, you guys, this is what my one-on-one coaching program is all about. Today's topic really fell under my pillar of self-awareness. Um, that's the first pillar in my self-love curriculum, self-awareness. I also, um, pillar number two is self-acceptance. We talked a little bit about accepting our belief systems today. Self-compassion definitely is number three and self-fulfillment is number four. All of these pillars build our self-love, our self-confidence, and our self-worth. And I would love to coach you one-on-one. -on -one, so please reach out to me on jenny-drake.com if you need any guidance whatsoever. I'm so grateful that you're here. I love you so much. You are so worthy of everything you desire. And I know that tapping into your true, true belief, especially during times of confusion, will help you be that person that you want to become. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much, Apple Podcast listeners, for leaving me a review. I love you so much, and I can't wait to hear from you. Much love. Talk to you soon. If you are listening, that means you want to fall deeper in love with yourself, and I have the perfect tool to help you do that. It is a journal called A Year of Self-Love, 52 intentions to help you fall deeper in love with yourself, one for every week of the year. On Sunday night or Monday morning, you choose one of the intentions in this beautifully designed journal, and each night you can fill in the little journal spot with the accompanying journal prompt for that intention of the week. You guys, if you use this tool, you will fall deeper in love with yourself. You can get it on Amazon or my website, which is jenny-drake.com. And don't forget the women in your life, your mom, your sister, your daughter, your best friend. It is also an amazing gift. I hope you love it as much as I loved creating it. Get a year of self-love now. You won't regret it.